Welcome to UFC Unfiltered, starring Matt Sarah with sidekick Jim Norton. Today, we have phone calls from Valentina Shevchenko, as well as Jorge Masvidal, both promoting their upcoming contests Yes, this Saturday night. I like saying it officially, their contests. And Matt and I uh, talk a little bit about musicals. Oh. And that's uh, really good. It's a fun time. UFC and digital media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by digital media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess the uh, important thing to start with today is I'm physically uncomfortable. Uh, I have to urinate, but I am unable to urinate because... I neglected to go before, and my dear friend has committed a homicide. Why would you say that? <laughs> Did you take a dump? No, I tried, but it actually nothing. Oh, you I'm didn't? good. Oh, I'm I should have ran it. Yeah, I but I but I still feel good though. I was nervous. No, 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 it's not nothing. I would I would tell you because I'm very honest with my ass, and uh, it's very safe in there. By the way, you know? I have one of those toilets that does everything but take out the trash. It's like one of those things that you walk in, it opens up for you. I'm so jealous. It's quiet. You. Little water gets is that with the out? nozzle that comes out that's, that sprays your, your, it does, your butthole? But I get in there pretty good with the nozzle and it yeah. shoots a jet, it's like a fire hose. Wow. And I, sh- I, I sat down the other day and let's yes. just say, uh, you know, I wanted to get things moving, so yes. I, I hit the old bidet button and? and I put it on high pressure. It fucking hit me right in the roid. I felt like I got shot with an arrow. <laughs> I was gonna say, does it work like, a, oh, like an enema? Like hurt. an enema? Did you get the water? No. Yeah. Worked like an arrow oh. right into my roid. I wish I could. Uh, no, actually, you I ever don't, get hit with I a jet of water on your am, roid? It hurts. I am, well, I'm very lucky. I told you, <laughs> I am yet in all my 42 years, I, I did never had a uh, hemorrhoid. Oh boy, do I have one. I'm very regular. I would rather a hornet's nest have gotten shot in my bathroom than that really? roid. Is it Ouch! Dead? It hurts. Oh. I, I literally, I went like this. Ha ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that fucking hurt, man. Uh, man, I, I don't even, I guess that it comes out from just trying to push too hard. Or right? sitting, you know, I, I sit on the bowl for a long time. I make it an afternoon. I read. I yeah. wait. Oh, it's a whole thing with me. Yeah. I, I text. I Twitter. I laugh. Yeah, I cry. You, yeah. You know, I watch the Godfather saga. It's a long afternoon. That is that was on the other. I taped that. I think they had the. uh, Wow, she's cute. What's that? Sorry, there's a girl out there. Is it the girl that's? um, I have only eyes on my wife. But uh, is there a girl? Oh, the girl in the other room that 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 works here. (laughs) (laughs) See, I save myself. Is it the girl that works here? Yeah. All right. She doesn't listen. Don't worry. How could she be listening? She's busy. Well, didn't there yet? Yeah. Um, Is she cute? Mother. What's her story, Chris, the producer? She's single for Jimmy? Yeah, I think she might be single, actually. Yeah. Be How single. old? Um, I don't know. She's in her late 20s, I guess. Uh, too, uh, old. Yeah. too old. Too <laughs> old. I'm 48. Uh, I someone's 22. Late 20s? Does she broadcast, too? Does she do a little podcasting? No, I don't think she does. By the way, that. I'm drinking a green... Uh, Dude. It's spinach, ginger, cucumber, and... Um, and uh, what else starts with this? Carrots. Dude, look to the right of it, though. You, you're drinking that also. And, and coffee. 
Dude, yeah. Do you know what that? You think I was in the bathroom long? If before. I tie my shoes, there's gonna be a paintball accident behind me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like when the fucking they put that thing in the when they rob a bank that just explodes. Yeah, all over the money. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Throw me on the money, and I'm gonna ruin it. As soon as you open the bag, I'm gonna fucking. Oh shit, man! I'm very careful with uh, with what I put in and where. We have a good show today, I think. Right? Oh, I'm excited, man. I'm a. I like a. I like a. Masvidal, Jorge oh, Masvidal, Masvidal is a, and, hey, that's a tough motherfucker, man. Yeah. He really is a a bad dude, and he's fighting Cowboy next weekend. Well, out, and, well, at welterweight, which is awesome. at welterweight, you know. But hey, listen, um, I don't think there's gonna be much of a size difference. He's he's he was never a small lightweight, Masvidal, and yeah, look at look, Cerrone's fighting up too, you know, and he's and they're both doing well at that weight. How many fights has um, Masvidal had? Uh, Chris, the producer, because I know he just beat Ellenberg the Juggernaut. Ross Pearson. And, yeah, but Ross is a, a 155-er. I don't know if that was at welterweight. No, I think it was, because he had uh, Benson Henderson a while back at 170. He had um, Lorenz he Larkin. Benson. So he's, he's right. been at 170 for a little bit now. When did Benson? Has he been fighting 170 for that long, or he just went up? Well, yeah, Benson's back. like last couple of fights before he left the UFC, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, because he fought that other that good kickboxing guy, uh, kid whose fucking name escapes me right now, who just lost again. What the fuck is his name? The tall, lanky. He's well, everybody's tall compared to me, Jimmy. But uh, he just lost. Who that? Uh, it's gonna bother the hell out of I'm me. I'm looking at who Benson. You're saying yes. Who did he fight at 170? And the guy's a good tie boxer, but he actually beat him with a rear naked choke. I think Benson got his back. Oh, Brendan Th- Brandon Thatch. That's who it was. Yeah. Yes, Brendan Thatch, who's who's yet to have his really day in there, man. And he's got he shows some some good skills, but he's got to look a little work a Benson little more. Benson beat him at 170. Yeah, but uh, listen, so uh, Jorge Masvidal is going to be calling in soon, and uh, that's very exciting because he's fighting Cowboy. Cowboy is on. Uh, compare both their winning streaks right now. What? Let's tell me what that's about. I think Masvidal's won two straight, and Cowboy's now won three or f- I guess four yeah, straight. I think four yeah. straight. Yeah. All right. Uh very. If people don't know about Masvidal, I mean, go check him out on uh, UFC Fight Pass. He is a well-rounded guy out of American Top Team. And what is what is the first time I ever seen this guy fight was actually is in uh, in those like Miami backyard like. That's right. Like it's almost like that. That you ever see that Clint Eastwood? What's that Clint Eastwood? Uh, any which way, but any, loose. and every which way you can. And I, I love those as a kid. Left I turn, love those. Clyde. Left turn, Clyde. Or right. Do you turn. know the movies we're talking about? Christopher no, I don't. I'm sorry. Oh, you're too young. Uh, yeah. We're so really old. with uh, Sandra Locke. What was that her name? The, it was the Clint Eastwood's first wife that fucking blames her career for this. <laughs> she she um she thinks he. Fucked up her career after they broke up. But That's what you get. You date Clint Eastwood. What do you expect them yeah, to do? Yeah. Help you? And then they were in Buffalo. Don't stop fucking were, Clint Eastwood. Did you ever see Buffalo Bill? Yes. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was what was for, her name? It was forgettable. But um, I don't remember was her it name. Sandra Locke? It was Sandra Locke, yeah. How about this? When you're fucking the biggest star in Hollywood, <laughs> keep fucking them. And next thing you know, the only other movie she did, I think, was called Rat Boy. <laughs> you ever see Rat Boy? <laughs> you ever see fucking Rat Boy? <laughs> no, but I'm looking at the IMDb. Holy shit. Rat Boy was, was I guess you yeah, listen, that's that, that was that was a rough She's <laughs> a decent actress, but I mean like yeah. you weren't good in, like you know, you were great because you were Clint's wife or yeah. girl. Those were good movies. I love those I movies. I love you, Bronco Billy. And it was what do you call was it? Was she Bronco it? Billy? Any which way but loose and any which, Every way, which you can. way you can. And it was about guys, uh uh, like the toughest guys, like they, they, right. what would they do? They would meet up in a parking lot and fight bare and knuckle, put right? place place bets on uh, their guy. Yeah. And it was basically it, like the modern version, 
is what Jorge Masvidal has been doing. Him right. and Kimbo Slice. When, uh, you know, uh, may he rest in peace. Dada 5000. Dada 5000. Sounds like a fucking computer. I know. Dada 5000. Sounds like something out of fucking Rogue One. By the way, Clint Eastwood punched slower than I would have in that movie. It was a fun movie. His big old man, like, fucking oh, put your man. dukes up. Posture. And then he, and then he was had to fight the other guy that was a real tough guy, and they fucking that was great. That was, that was I don't know. I was a kid, but we have Jorge on. He's right on time. Hi, Jorge. How are you? It's Jim and Matt. Hello. Hi, Jorge. Yes. You're on with Jim and Matt. How you doing? What's going on, man? Um, <laughs> he sounds relaxed. Yes. You're you're in Denver. How do you like it? Oh, did you get out there early, buddy, to get uh, used to the altitude? Yeah, yeah. I got here like two days ago. I'm chilling, man. I'm ready to go, man. I don't believe in the altitude. It's a myth. Holy shit, really? really? That's what you think? Yeah, it's a myth, man. It's been proven that it doesn't work. Oh, man. All right. That's interesting. I performed up there. My friend in, in, in Denver one time, had to. Uh, he's a comedian, he had to follow George Carlin. And he was in Denver. It was like the Aspen Comedy Festival. And he was so scared to follow Carlin, they had to give him oxygen. My friend had to get oxygen because he was still going to pass out from having to walk on stage. So, yeah, it's, I mean, for you, you might have amazing cardio, but, you know, for, for most regular people, it's definitely difficult up there. No, nah, it's just a myth, man. If you, if you like, if you drink a lot of water, you're good. Have you fought in Mexico before? <laughs> no, nah, I never fought in Mexico, but I've been there. Okay, because so I'm saying they, they said the altitude there is a problem, too. And when Kane fought uh, Verdum, they said that the altitude might have been an issue for him because his cardio... It's probably better than anybody, and he seemed like he got a, a little bit gassed in that fight. No, nah, nah, I was joking, man. I've been here for for a month already. I'm just trying to piss people off on me. Yeah, I've been here for a month. <laughs> Colorado Strangers is higher than Denver, so I'm ready, man. I'm oh, more shit. Than ready to go. Oh, you're doing the old Rochambeau on oh, us right joking. there, Matt okay. Vidal. <laughs> yeah. oh, look at it. He's a jokester. Yeah, that's all right. I, people off. I know that pissed off a lot of people, I'm sure. Dude, that I was, let, let me tell you, when I fought, when I used to fight in Vegas, I'd get out there early. And that's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I thought that shit would affect me. But, hey, what the fuck do I know? Listen, you're fighting Cowboy, man. I mean, you actually called him out after your last uh, fight, your last victory over the uh, the juggernaut over there. What, 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 what made you want to call out Cowboy? Well, he's took into the main thing, the, the reason why it's personal to me, why I want to hurt this dude is because he's taking two fine bouts for me. Two guys that were ranked opponents, he's taken them away from me. For one reason or another, I signed a bout agreement, my counterpart signed a bout agreement, and they ended up giving the fight the Cowboy later on, which is fucking mind-blowing to me. You know, I'm, I'm here to fight, and both signed the UC had even done already the little posters that they do and, and put them out there. And, you know, weeks before the fight materialized, they got snatched up to give it to him. So it's, it's, it's that's something that I really want to hurt him because he took money from my table, you know. So I just, I want to hurt him on a personal level, you know. Not not because I, I you know, as a person, I think he's this or that. It's just for that reason alone, you know. You feel like he's wronged you. I feel like he's wronged me and he didn't even know it. You know, he probably had nothing to do with it, but it doesn't matter. Somebody's got to pay with interest for what was done to me. <laughs> I like um, that attitude, man. I like that attitude since they're going to be locked in a cage together, Jimmy. Well, do you feel like he's looking past you too? Because he's been talking about possibly fighting Lawler and fighting Damian Maya, and uh, and do you feel like he has not focused enough on this fight or that he's not giving you the respect you deserve? He could talk all he wants, you know. He can say whatever he wants. I, when I look into his eyes, I see the bitch in him. I see the hole in him. He can try to sell a fight to whoever he wants and this and that, but if he's not looking past me at all. If you really ask him himself, he's not he's not sure about himself, you know. You'll see when we go to the Wayne and make sure you tune in, you'll see the body language and you'll see 
the hole in him already started to come out, you know? So when you say the hoe in him, do you mean for real, like you think that he's afraid or do you think that he's, uh, he? I, what do you mean? I think that he's a hoe and when I slap the shit out of him, I'm going to bring it out of him. When we get in that cage and we start to throw blows, he's going to find out. Well, he know, we, me and him have worked out before together. So he knows the type of character that I am, you know? He knows the type of athlete that I am as well. So he's not, he's not in any way happy, you know? I, I can tell from the interviews of the things that he's been saying, you know? Reaching into the fantasy files, saying that he has better wrestling than me. When me and this guy wrestled, he was dropping guard. That's how much he had conceded towards my wrestling powers. That he was like, I'm just going to drop guard on this guy. Well, you know me... he couldn't get a takedown. He knows I was taking him down. So when he said that on, on an interview that he had a better wrestling than me, he could say he has better jiu-jitsu than me. He could say he has better head kicks than me. I'd be like, yeah, he does. But when he said he's got better wrestling than me, I fucking almost pissed my pants because I'm like, bro, this dude is reaching into the fantasy files because we wrestled extensively, and he knows what happened. So when he says dumb things like that, it just makes me think, bro, he's, he's having a, to create a fictional world to get in that cage with me. Because in wrestling, it's, it's not even close, you know? So when you hear a guy talking about something that you know is not true, you, you think that, that they're afraid and they're trying to build themselves up or trying to build a way that they can be comfortable to get in there. They might. And not only that, what's got to be motivating, uh, this is a huge opportunity in a sense that guys like myself, you know, the the, the you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say more than the diehards because you've been around. Guys who watch the game, they know who you are. But for some reason, the cowboy hat, the extreme sports, the guys, they like the you know he's an exciting fighter. Also, you know he's got he's got a quite a buzzer about him lately. You take him out, you know you you steal all that. Is is that a motivating factor? Well, that's always a motivating factor. But that's in every fight yeah. I fight. You know, whoever whoever it is that I'm fighting, they always got a fan base behind them and. And you're gonna steal some of those fans, you know, whenever you whoop that dude's ass. So um, that's definitely a motivating factor. You got a, you got a lot of people behind him, you know. And you used to fight too. We were watching some of your old stuff on. Uh, There's really cool stuff to watch you fighting on, like bare knuckle fighting in Miami. And uh, how old were you when you actually started doing that and, and street fighting? How old was I, or how old was I in those fights, you Oh no, like when you started, when you when, when you started. decided to go down that road. I was pretty young, I was like 14, 15 years old. What else? What else were you doing? Like, were you were you doing well in school? Were you like, this is the only way I'm going to stay out of jail, or, or how, how you know? Oh man, I was a straight A. I was a straight A student, perfect attendance type dude, bro. You know me. <laughs> I don't, that might be honor roll, all that shit. I had I had scholarships to Princeton, Harvard, you know, Yale. You just decided to fight a little bit. <laughs> you got tired of you get tired of the academic praise, and you decided to fight. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Let me let me test myself in the physical world. Did you like it at first? Because I mean, growing up, I can't even comprehend doing that. Did you? Did you like the the, the feeling of it? Or did you see that as the only way out? Uh, it's a combination of things. You know, I I knew I was good from birth at it because I was I was just growing up fighting all the time. You know, and I knew I had a, a, a distinct advantage between everybody I had facing the street. You know, and it wasn't because I was faster, stronger than them. It was just because of my willingness to fight and just keep going and do it through pain, through fatigue. I'll just be able to push more than whoever I fought. So I knew I had something there, you know, and plus I liked it. You know, it wasn't really, to me, it wasn't like, oh, let's see who's the toughest guy in the neighborhood or nothing. To me, it was like somebody wanted to put the gloves on and box and somebody wanted to, somebody was upset because I got their girlfriend's phone number. It was whatever to me. Let's, let's go. Let's see what happens, you know? And I just like it. You know, some people like playing basketball or bowling. I like to fight. If you ask me, hey, you want to go to the nightclub? You'd rather get in like a good sparring session. I'm gonna tell you, let's go get in a good sparring session. That's what I like to do. That's why you see me fighting as much as possible because 
this is my fun. This is my uh, my birthday party every time that I'm out there. And, you know, in one of those fights I was watching, I was surprised to see you throwing, this was, again, these backyard fights. Uh, I mean, but you were fighting a tough guy, and you were throwing kicks. I didn't even know that kicks were an option. I'd watched a lot of those, <laughs> but I literally thought they were only allowed to box. But you were allowed to, to, uh, to mix it up with kicks, or you couldn't go to the ground? Or what were the rules uh, in those fights? For, for every, in Miami, for every time the two guys would fight, those two guys would come up with the rules usually. Like, hey, uh, you could do everything standard that you want, but there's no groundwork. Some of them even had, like, you could take a guy down and then it would break it up in the ground, you know. The only thing that's almost always banned is jiu-jitsu for some reason. There's no <laughs> BJJ allowed in, in, like, the bare knuckle fight. I guess because if you can do that, you're just going to kill everybody. I mean, you know, if, if a bunch of guys can't do that, it's going to be like the old, uh, old, those old ultimate fights, uh, you know, where the jiu-jitsu guys just destroyed everybody. No, not just that, but, uh, yeah, in a sense, yeah, because no, none of the guys in the street could afford the jiu-jitsu classes, so nobody knew it. So it was like a big no-no, you know. You could power slam somebody into next week, but no, none of that armbar and, and triangles and stuff, that's always been like a big no-no in the street fights. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. And you got to know Kimbo. He's a guy I, I, I never met, uh, but I hear he was a really, really good dude. I mean, the most humble dude possibly I've ever met in my life, you know. Uh, a lot of people see him in the videos and... They think a certain way of him, but that dude was a real human being, a real cool guy, man, on the regular, just at all times of his life, you know? Yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. Even when he, after he beat somebody's ass, he'd help him up. Like, you know, he, he seemed decent <laughs> enough. He, he didn't he didn't rub it in anybody's face. He just beat him up and took the money. Yeah, and he never said he was the best, man. He just said, hey, man, I like to fight, and I just want to fight, you know, and, and he put his time in and, and got as good as he could. You know, he started late. I would have I loved to see Kimball if he would have started at a reasonable age, you know, like in his teenage years into the fight because he was just a good athlete and tremendous heart. You know, he had heart problems all his whole career and he was going out there and, and going wars on, you know, if this guy would have started training since young, who knows what, what he could have done. He was already like 40 years old when he got in there, you know, I mean, was he, he wow. was up there. He was up there <laughs> when he was in the ultimate fighter. He was, he was pretty oh, much, right, right, right. I'd say and, he's, and it's hard to catch up with the, with all the, uh, with the crown work with the jujitsu, you know? Cause he, I mean, he had some. Oh yeah, he had some meat hooks on him, and he could throw. Yeah, he could. Was he? He was heavyweight, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I believe he was heavyweight, right? Hey, did you see that documentary, uh, Jorge, on uh, the fighting with Dada Five Thousand? I, I forget what it was called, but it was all, all about those uh, those fights. Did he in the the Dada when Kimbo fought Dada? No, no, no. Did you see the documentary where they were kind of showing you how the whole thing works? And them signing the fighters up. Uh, it was it was a documentary on all those uh, on Dada Five Thousand and all those all those uh, backyard. Oh no no no! I never got to see the documentary because that was like the weak sauce news of Miami, so I didn't even bother to watch that documentary. How did you so, actually? Those were more like the 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 weaker ones, you know. Oh okay, it's called Dogfight. And how did you actually get into it? Did you want to do it, or did he approach you, or did somebody approach you and, and kind of set you on that path? Me and Kimball were training at the same gym in Miami at the time. And uh, basically, um, I asked him, I was like, hey, man, you going to get down on one of your, your backyards? He's like, yeah, I'll give you a call. And I didn't think that he was ever going to call me because time had already passed. And uh, one random day, this was like three months later, I know he calls me. He's like, hey, would you like to fight? And I was yeah. like, fuck yeah. He's like, all right, come this way, and, and the scrap is on. I was like, all right, and they'll win, and I fought. Was that a boxing gym you guys were out of? No, it was a uh, MMA gym, FFA, in oh. Florida. And you, uh, I didn't realize he had been, uh, I didn't realize Kimbo had been involved with MMA for that many years. Yeah, he was, he was training, he was mainly doing like boxing and learning a little bit of, uh, 
like wrestling and stuff, you know, but um, he didn't know anything at the time. You know, he was coming straight from, from bare knuckle balling, you know. Okay. So how did you get into that, into the, uh, you know, into how did you get involved with the American Top Team? Um, I had uh, I had a falling out with the gym that I was in Miami, and um, I had some friends that uh, they were able to introduce me to the to the head honchos over there, Dan Lambert, Richie Puma, Ricardo Labori. I met them, and then um, they liked me and they took me on board, and since then it's been a perfect marriage. You know, I just I go in there, I, I put my hard head on and get to work. And you've had you've had some uh, criticism, which I'm sure you feel is is unjustified, about people saying, well, he, if he's winning around, he doesn't do what he needs to do. Uh, how, how do you respond to that, or what, what do you say to that? Um, because it's been a criticism. I'm not even saying it's a fair one. I'm just saying it's been said. Uh, and it's, it's tough, you know, because in judging, it's weird, you know. You could outthrow more than a guy. You could hurt a guy, and still, for some reason, you don't win because you weren't going forward. So, like, going laterally or backwards, I grew up. The, the first thing I ever learned was boxing was the first style of, of, of discipline that I learned. The first thing I learned was how to move backwards, how to go laterally, how to use their offense against them. You know, so it's it's crazy that in MMA when you see a guy that's doing damage going backwards or laterally, they're crucified. But if a guy's just going forward throwing air ball after air ball after air ball, they reward that system. Now they said that they change the rules, this and that, but I don't, I haven't seen much changes yet in the judging. I'm still seeing some fucked up decisions. Like how how can you watch a fight? And one judge have it 30-27 for one guy, and another judge have it 30-27 for another guy. Well, you watching the same fight, it makes no sense. And they can't even have, like, a meeting with us maybe a couple of days before, like, hey, I'm the type of judge that I'm looking for this, this, and this. They can't even do that, you know. So it's it's just uh, like a wild, wild west with the judging, you know. Well, that's a good point. You know, like, when you, when you see two judges that see it completely the opposite way, and you said they can't meet with you, I'm guessing that there's an ethics reasons for that or... or it's in the rules somewhere, but is there a way that with judges they can say, typically this is what this guy likes, and and somehow make it known without meeting with you guys? Like you know what I mean? Like is, is like it's almost like they know like an umpire's in baseball. Like yeah, this guy's a low strike zone, or this guy calls him high and outside, and, and it's kind of an understood thing because there's a pattern. Do you guys come to understand that with certain judges? Mm, no, really, because they even the judges themselves from fight to fight they change up. You know, I think like. Not that you have to be a competitor, but if you're not in the gym, if you're not watching guys roll, knowing what a dominant position is, and also knowing what a, you know, just because you, you take a guy down for like two seconds doesn't mean that shouldn't be scored more than somebody landing a clean right hand on your face. Or if you have somebody pressed up against the cage, but that guy that has the back up against the cage is landing elbows and knees on you, and all you're doing is clapping him up against the cage, that shouldn't mean that they're winning. You know, there's so many things that I look at it, and I'm like, man, I'm just baffled that these judges get paid to do this. Now, I know I'm for sure going to get crucified for what I'm saying, but I don't give a fuck. You know, it's, it's just the truth. The judges need to be put in through a thorough school of judging of, hey, this is what actually does count in a fight. Not what you guys think that you've seen in a karate movie that works, but this is actually what a real fight is, you know? Because it, it, it's just weird. In boxing, you can see guys going laterally in winning fights or a, a guy throwing half the punches that another guy threw and he wins a fight because he did the damage, he's accurate, he's precise. It shouldn't be that you just have to throw more volume to win a fight. Yeah, I don't think that's crazy. I don't think you're saying anything wrong or unfair. I mean, you, you just want it to be judged. Uh, you, you know, you don't want a guy throwing flurries and not landing to be judged uh, uh, higher uh, just because he's throwing more flurries that are, that are just not landing. Especially if somebody's doing damage, you know, and it's visible damage. It doesn't matter if I threw one and you threw four. If I'm the one that's landing clean and hurting you, it's, it's obvious. Who would you rather want to be, the guy with the busted nose 
threw a lot of punches and the guy that stayed clean. Yeah, well, you have a great jab. You have great body kicks, tremendous uh, takedown defense. And, uh, you know, you're, you, obviously you know how good Cowboy is, even if you don't, you know, you're not crazy about him right now. You, you know he's a very dangerous fighter. So I'm looking forward to this a lot. This is a great co-main. Uh, the main event, of course, is uh, Shevchenko against uh, Juliana Pena. And that is, what's the date on that? I should probably have it, but I don't. It's the Saturday the 28th. Saturday the 28th, man. And uh, good luck with the fight. And, uh, you know, I, I hope you do well. I appreciate you calling us in. Thank you guys for having me All right, Jorge, take good care. Good luck, Jorge. All right. All right, buddy. You too. I, I I know. I just I ended. I said thank you for calling us in. What what, what am I doing, dude? You're doing better than me. I would have fucked that up. No, I'm not. But thank uh, you for calling us in. What is he, our boss? Thanks <laughs> yeah. for calling us in. He's human resources at the Yo, company, but I can't I, fix it. You know what's funny? Thanks um, for calling in. No, that, that, that ship has sailed. But uh, <laughs> hold on, fix this in post. Hey, hold on. Protect you, be Jorge. Say thanks. Okay. Hey, thanks, man. Hey, thanks for calling in, babe. Talk soon. All right. Perfect. That would have been better. Yeah. Fix it. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, that, listen, Longo, right? The great Ray Longo thinks that uh, Jorge Masvidal is going to win that fight. He does. That's yeah, man. He thinks that he's got that thing about him that's just going to, oh, you, what's that? Like you do that to a bad joke, you just rip it up and throw it over your shoulder. No, no, no. That's what I do to my disease test results. Ah. <laughs> no, I do this with um, whenever we do the interview. I have some paperwork and I throw it out. This way I'm not looking at Valentina and saying, so how does it feel being a welterweight? <laughs> I don't want to ask the wrong question. So, Valentina, oh. you're fighting cowboy. That's odd. That's the first cross-gender fight. I'll tell you, Valentina, man, she looked, she looked, I mean, she was coming on strong and that she won that third round versus the champ amanda nunez mm. and uh I, i'm looking forward to this fight it's gonna and she and you know what's interesting i was watching the um what is it the road to the octagon that's what yeah. it's called and uh and she brought in or she's working with um what's her name uh the one your, your favorite rose Oh, Rose, uh, yes. Yes. I love Rose. How do you pronounce her last name? Namianis. Ooh. Am I correct? Yeah, and Rose is really... And what's good about... Jay is silent. What, what <laughs> I like about that is, is that uh, Rose is really good with jiu-jitsu, and she's going to be throwing a lot of stuff at her. Yeah. Um, the thing is, with Juliana, I think that she's going to be very good positionally. That's a great know? fight. It is a great fight. It's going to be pretty much grappling. Listen, they're both well-rounded elsewhere, but to sum it up... That's going to be like a grappling grappler ter, more towards grappler towards striker versus striker, grappler versus striker. Hey, it's okay. Not towards. They're not going towards. I we're both having some trouble. Me, we more than you. <laughs> right, Jimmy. No, I mean, look. Um, thank you for calling us in. Yeah, yeah I don't even had to end a phone call. Yeah, that's no. the most basic skill you learn when you're a child. Yeah, and I blow it. Yeah, I'm an ass. You blow. You had your chance. And you blew it. I did blow it. So, Copland. It, so uh, it's number one against number two. I love that. I love a good um, high ranking. Listen, By the way, before they call, I'm sorry ahead. to interrupt you. No. Did we talk yet about Chris's fight? We did not. Chris Weidman? Musasi. Holy listen, shit, man, that's going to be a good fight. The guy called them out. You can't do that. Mm. You know, you, you think he's not going to pick up the phone? He called Chris Weidman out? Yeah. Well, he kind of was saying that the guy's not, uh, you know, the guy doesn't even fight. He's kind of avoid me. And that's when Chris Weidman goes, whoa, 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 what? And he goes, me? He goes, man, I'm on vacation. I'm ready now, man. So he's, he's back. He's training. He is. And uh, yes, I'm very excited. I'm is that very March? excited for that. Uh, that's April 8th, I believe. Correct. April 8th. You know how, do you know how I know? 
Um, because you're going with him. Yeah, and I'll be missing my, and, and I got pointed out by my wife that I'll be missing my kids' uh, dance dance uh, competition. Well, I'll tell you why. The bills got to get paid. Yeah, the kid we, doesn't huh? have a dance competition if there's no money. Yeah, coming in. how are we gonna pay that thousand dollars at the dance school? That's right, you'd be the, dancing out in the yard. The solos, the doubles, the, right. the, the the duos, tap, hip hop. That's right. Acro. Daddy has to work. Daddy has if to daddy work. Daddy was a doctor, and and say someone needed a roid operation daddy would have to go yeah. i'm just i got roids on my mind you two got on your mind and in your ass oh dude it was literally like getting shot and now must, i know what it feels it hurts, like it hurts. Oh, it hurts. a jet of water how do they go away you put some cream on them i don't know i think you cut your asshole out and throw it in the trash oh yucky <laughs> girls girls get a lot of hemorrhoids not ones i talk to <laughs> not ones i talk to <laughs> All right. Anyway, I don't want to say um, it. What else we got? We got it's yucky. <laughs> what, else? what else we get? Let me look at the old. So we, we, the old we, we, we talked a little bit about. Talk uh, to me. Let's talk about uh, the Black Zillions. Yeah, you want to talk about that? Yeah, let's talk what about happened? them. I don't know. I Something think, with the gym. I think fucking. Uh, I think fucking Foxcatcher ran out of money. No, I'm only kidding. Who's the guy that ran? You ever see the TV show, The Ultimate Fighter? The guy, uh, the guy who was running it, I don't know, a little creepy. I don't know the guy. Wait, the guy Glenn mean... something. I don't know. He, oh, he I... fucking well, he, he paid for that. He was running that thing. He was keeping it running. I think. Who knows how that works, man? You get like a guy that's a fan that wants to be part of something, and they have an MMA school, and those schools gotta produce some money, man. You know, to keep the doors open. They all, right, because then they shut down shop. What am I? What am I reading here? Well, yeah, they, they shut down the gym. And I was reading that there was a bit of like micromanagement type of stuff. Like the coaches didn't have kind of free reign to do what they wanted to do. So Anthony Johnson, <clears throat> that they didn't have free reign to kind of do, you know, yeah, what they do. So. Uh, Rashad Evans, Stefan Struve, uh, Michael Johnson, Gilbert Burns, uh, Kamaru Usman, and Danny Roberts have all begun training at the former Black Zillion striking coach. How do you say his name? Is it uh, Henry Hoof? Henry Hoof. I wasn't sure if it was Henri. He's awesome. Longo's a big fan of Henry. And uh, well, that's their trainer anyway. So it's like, what do they just lose the location? What's the big deal? What the hell? I don't know. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. I don't know why it fell apart. That's a lot of people to leave, though. I mean, it looks, but they, that's, that was the head coach anyway, wasn't it, uh, Henry? Henry Hoof? He was the striking coach. Yeah, yeah. I th- but he's the one in that corners working at corners all the time. He was the head coach. I don't. I mean, it's like when an agent splits up. You have to. You either stay with the agency or you go with the individual agent who is taking care of you. Wow. And that's probably what they're doing. Maybe it's time for me to get an agent. Wait, you need one? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I fucking I got my schools and then the rest of the stuff I'm doing here. I think I'm doing all right. I think I'm managing my career. <laughs> doing, I think I'm doing okay, Jimmy. But all right, so the Black Zillions—they're they're still doing that. I mean, look, they what happened? They're, they lost their place, but then they're, they're still working with Henry Hoof, so that's a good thing because Henry's Henry is a very good trainer. Um, and let's look what other notes we have here. Well, Anderson Silva—he uh, wants another fight with Bisping. He thinks he deserves it. He said for the belt or not, but let's be honest—he really wants. The belt shot. He well, wants who, one more shot at the belt. Anderson. Who wouldn't want to? I mean, why not? Yeah, who? Oh, he's got to get past uh, Brunson first. He does have to get past Derek Brunson. But I mean, and let, let's just say for the sake of argument, two men who are in love talking. Let's just say. Huh? Oh, come on. 
Come on. I can't help it. Why would you do that? I hope it's not like the other day. Because I said, this windy out here. I'm just oh, feeling I mean, At least, can you just lift up the next, the, the other cheek next time? I can't you help it. You pointed in my direction. I pointed it left. Anyway. Let's just is say, that what you wanted to say? No. Let's just say, Bisping beats Romero and Silva beats Brunson. Now, I know there's other people lined up, uh, but right now, Weidman has already got a fight with Musasi. Yeah. Uh, Jacare might be. I guess Jacare's next. I, I well, really, Jacare's got. Who's he fighting? That's Jacare right. He has a fight. Tim Boach. That's right. Who's what? Number fourteen. Am yeah. I correct? I mean, so what I want to see is this. How about this? Let's just say they both win the fight. Yeah. How about fucking Anderson gets a crack at the belt? Well, that's a let big me see. fight. Silver fighting for the belt. As Why I, am I whispering? It's not a secret. As I try to battle through your filth, it doesn't even sting. Nah, it stinks. Come on, nice. you're making me feel good. <sighs> I'm not. <laughs> fucking blow it in that direction. Can you just? It's not like we have a lot. It's not like a window I could crack in here or anything. Just so you, know, I'm not being a dick because yeah. I fucking blow that other thing up. But all right, listen, let's talk business. I, the reason why I would like this fight with Anderson Silva one. Listen, how many legends you got in there still? The That's guy's true. a legend. The guy held that belt for freaking what eight years or something. Um, not only that, they had a great fight. They had a, a controversial fight. Where that's right. Well, I mean, it was a little weird where he was I celebrating. Think Silva made just made Silva, a mistake. He Silva had made it. Silva. I don't know what the, he wanted it. I, I don't know what happened. He thought he won. Misunderstood the. Uh... Well, it was a little weird though. But then he's like, "Oh, come on!" Like I, he wasn't. It, it was like when they were telling him the fight's still going. He wasn't accepting. It. I think it's it like a letdown. Like I mean, you think the girl's gonna fuck you, and she says no. You're like, "What?" But you just nodded. Like, uh, blue balls. <laughs> but but, um, but you said yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. What? That's what it's like, but you said, but you said, but you, you, uh, that was, I thought you were moaning in pleasure. He said, uh, he said that, uh, if he, if he fought for the title and won, he'd leave the division, maybe fight once or twice more, maybe move up to 205, first of all, or go down to 170. Stop it. But they did have a good fight though. You're not going down to 170. They 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 didn't fight at 170, they fought at 185. Yeah, they had 185, but they had a good, they had a good fight. He's not going down. So why, I I would like to see that again. I would like to see that because Styles make fights. Yeah. And they were, uh, they both dropped each other, you know? You think Silva wants to fucking cut weight like that at age 41? It's you know what? I, I had one of my students say to me, I love I love the show. I love it. I just hate when you burp into the mic. You're better than that. Oh, am I? <laughs> How about I smack the fuck out of you? Well, you got, you got to be a gentleman. All right. I'm sorry. No, but listen, I, I like to let it go. I understand. I like to just let it go. Let it be out. There. It's okay if you shit yourself. I'm not attacking you, Jimmy. Yeah. I'm attacking my student. That that. Thought I don't. Atta- I don't shit myself that often. No, 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 no. But no, it's okay because it's funny. It's hot. Gas is funny. Gas is funny. All right. Um, I don't know. I just don't like to be told shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. It's, I get defensive. Really? When I'm crazy. Yeah, I, I just like get like no, no. I just like you know. Mm-hmm. Really, I'm better. Th- it's one thing if you don't like it, but oh, I'm better than that. I'm he better probably, than that. He probably doesn't like it. He didn't know how to say he doesn't like yeah. it. Yeah. So they make it look like, no, it's disowned. for you. No, I don't. He I'll just let him go. Yeah. He's a big fan of yours. Oh, he's got good taste. Yeah. But uh, he must be a know, creep. But don't tell me creep. I'm better than that. You don't know how bad That's I right. am. You don't know if I'm better than anything. That's right. You know? What about those people when they eat out? They Ooh. have to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm at a restaurant. Sorry, I got excited. Uh, you know, they did like. With, I noticed like you want to be like this etiquette. You That's know? right. But there's also like there's other things where like oh don't use your finger to put this or you have to use the spoon to put the 
What if I like to go to an Italian restaurant, and I did this before, and Longo, I, I think it was Weidman too, was like, oh, I've never seen anything like that. And I take the mozzarella sticks, and there's some hot bread on the table, and I open up the bread, I gut it out, and I make a little mozzarella stick sandwich. Is that, and put some sauce on it. Is that bad to do in a, in a restaurant? It's, it's savage, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, I'm sorry. I, mean, I guess we're not going out. What happened? I think we have a phone call. Oh, I, was, I thought you just got offended by never. my mozzarella stick no, sandwich. No, I have more thoughts about that. We're going to talk more about that. Is this Valentina? Hello, hello. Hi, Valentina. <laughs> okay. How are you? I'm good, very good. Just finished my training. Feeling great. Uh, where are you right now? Are you in Denver? Yes, uh, I am with my coach, with my uh, coach, Pavfidoto, with my team. Uh, we are in Denver. And Three Old Street Training Center just finished our training. Now, how do you feel about, I mean, you're fighting uh, the number two, you're fighting Juliana Pena. She's obviously very tough. Let's just say you win this fight. Uh, do you think that puts you back in line for an immediate uh, shot at the title? Yes, I think so, because num- I'm in, in ranking number one. She's number two. It's uh, obvious the winner of this match. I think we'll fight for the title next one. And not to mention, you did have a very good fight with the champ, Amanda Nunes. And in a fight where you were coming back that that third round, you won, which was really wild. Does that make you think, listen, I've been in there with the, with the champ. I've seen what she's doing to these other girls. If I get her in a five-round fight, I could be the champion. Is that how you're thinking? Yes, for sure. It's a uh, little bit different. I think it's a very different fight next one and it will be different result because uh, I'm more prepared for, uh, for if I try right now at this moment so and I think if it will be three or five rounds doesn't matter it will be different results. What do you think her strategy is going to be against you? Obviously she wants to take you down and you want to stay standing so what do you think uh, her attack on you is going to be? Yes, uh, she will do like uh, wrestling like she did every time, but uh, I am a complete fighter. I will do everything. I will use my striking, my distinction uh, skills, and also ground skills, everything to everything that will help me in the fight. My goal and my concentration only for the victory and no one step back. Now, you started the martial arts when you were five years old? Yes, I started at five years old because my family, my mother, she is a sportswoman. She's so done with belt of taekwondo, and she is president of Kyrgyz Muay Thai Federation. And my older sister Nina, she is ten times world Muay Thai champion, and now actually she uh, she will prepare to defend her land fight title, third of March in Foxwoods Casino. Well, now your mom, family, Jimmy. Yeah, that's what family. I'm saying. Your mom is a, th- a third degree black belt. Now is your dad a martial artist as well? <laughs> no, that no. It's like uh, female line of our family. So what? What is your? What does your dad do? That's interesting. They have so many fighting women in the in the house. What? What does your dad do? He is uh, like in his um, early years. He was football man and he was soccer playing and sportsman, but not martial artist. All right. Yes. So at least he's an athlete on some when, level. When he was young. He uh, also sportman. He like he likes the sport, but not martial arts. Now, when you were a kid, I mean, you start training so young. Is this is this one of those things where you just loved it immediately, or did you want to do something else when you got older? Martial arts is what I like very much. That's what I uh, want to do and what I, w- I want to do later on my life. But uh, my mom, 
she was not like only one side person. She, uh, at the same time that we, uh, with my sister, started to practice martial arts, she put us in classes of dances. And, uh, you know, uh, Holly is fighting Jermaine uh, Durandame, and uh, Amanda Nunes has expressed interest in fighting the winner of that fight, I'm guessing in the new featherweight division at 145. Now, you fought Holly, and you had great success against her. Uh, would you consider moving up to 145 to, to have an easier weight cut, or are you comfortable where you are? For me, I don't cut weight for my weight class, 135. 145 for me is too much because I have to eat maybe one year <laughs> to be in this weight category. More, I see for me, 135 and 125. For now, you see, don't have this uh, female division, but I hope in the future they will open new divisions for girls too, and more likely for me it will be 125. All right, we have to let you go only because the it's very hard to understand you because our phone line is not very good today, and we're having trouble understanding you. But it, it sounds it's not you the way you it, it's the it's the actual phone line because we had it with our last caller too. Um, but I, I want to promote your fight properly. Um, this is an extremely exciting fight. The main event this Saturday night in Denver, you're fighting Juliana Pena. And, of course, the co-main event is uh, Jorge Masvidal against uh, Cowboy Cerrone. This is a tremendous... And I'm actually looking forward to the third fight, Andre Arlovsky against Francis Ngannou, who I, I love, too. This is a tremendous card. And uh, good, good luck. You're, you're a great fighter, and uh, I would love to see you get a shot at the title if you, if you, if you beat uh, Juliana. I think you're tremendous. Thank you very much. Valentina, thank you so much. Good luck, okay? Thank you, Valentina. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. She's very nice. I, I was just, I didn't mean to cut it short. I was just literally having trouble understanding her because literally at one point I thought she was talking about a woman when she was talking about her dad. No. Because, she, you know, it's hard if someone has an accent, but it really was the phone line because I couldn't hear really Jorge that well either. How much... How much fun was it when people are here? Like when Dean Thomas was in studio, it's so much fun. I have to pay. Let's pay. This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports UFC Unfiltered. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work with someone you can trust who has your best interest in mind. And with Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get mortgage approval in minutes. You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank, skip the waiting, and go completely online at quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. That's Q-U-I-C-K-E-N loans.com slash unfiltered. An equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org number 3030. Here's how you know we're back from the restroom. We took a little break. Hi. Are you in between jobs? What? You can earn some extra money? No, oh, not you. Oh, I didn't know where you were going. A lot of people are in between jobs. Tough to make a living. You want to get an extra $500 bonus? Well, we have a gig for you. Lyft, L-Y-F-T, is the ride-sharing app that lets you be your own boss, pick your own hours, and earn up to 1500 bucks a week driving your own car. It's amazing. There are other rideshare apps out there, but Lyft treats their drivers 
right. It's a flexible way to make extra money anytime from nearly anywhere. All you need is a car. Lyft drivers can make up to $35 an hour. Wow. And get started. It's just a tap away. You can drive nights, mornings, weekends. Just flip into driver mode and start making money. Plus, Lyft drivers can earn tips right through the app. Those really add up fast. You're your own boss. You know what you say to yourself? Huh? I want to stop and have coffee. Huh? Can I? Yes. You're, you're talking to yourself. Why? Because you're your own boss. <laughs> you don't have to deal with these idiots in the office. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. How's your kids? I don't care. <laughs> you don't have to wait days or weeks to get paid. You can cash out instantly once you've made $50 thanks to Express Pay. It all adds up. Driving with Lyft is super flexible. It allows you to keep 100% of your tips. How nice is that? You don't have to sue someone to get your tips. And it's always there when you need the extra cash. Sign up today at lift.com slash unfiltered. I know actors, musicians, and comedians who have done this because you have some freedom. You can go on auditions. You know, you want, you want to ride around. You can't leave your cubicle to go on an audition. Mm-mm. Hey, listen, I know I'm in finance, but I have an audition. I'm going to play the part of the guy who finds the diamond in the toilet. But I have to go read for it. Well, you can't. But if you're your own boss, you know what you say? I'm going to go audition for the part of the guy who finds the diamond in the toilet. That's you pulling over. Because it's your car, stupid. You can do whatever you want. You're your own boss. Tremendous amount of freedom. Because that's the part of working everybody hates is your stupid boss. You hate looking at your dumb boss's face. You hate your dumb coworkers. Pictures of their ugly kids in the cubicle. Mm. Yuck. You want to listen to music you want to listen to? And if you want to just take a break and use the restroom for a half hour, no one's going to tell you. That you cannot do that. Go was that a shot at me with the restroom? Not even at all. A little. I'm sorry. No, I was thinking to myself. Okay. Please, I'm the one with issues. Not I spent you. a lot of time in there today. I, no, no, not at all. Okay. Go to. I'm thinking of things that you can't do at work. Yeah. Like you can't. You know, you're your own boss. You can do what you want. Yeah, slash unfiltered today, so you can start making money and you get your $500 new driver bonus. That is Ooh. fantastic. Uh, limited time only, and restrictions, of course, do apply. LYFT.com slash unfiltered. Go check that out today. It's a great way to make money. And like I keep stressing, you're your own boss. Because you know me, I, I hate having a boss. Me too. We all do. Um, I say that like I'm original. No one likes having I, a boss. Let me tell you, I, I feel like, uh, you know, we're the captains of this ship. We have one first mate that we can fucking know. abuse. Look at him. <laughs> hey, sorry. One first mate. <laughs> All right, Gilligan. All right. Uh, but anyway, listen, you know where I'm going to be? Normally, I'm like, hey, you know, I know what I'm doing on a Saturday night. I'm watching these fights. I am going to be in Denver, Colorado. You're not even invite me. What kind of friend are you? Well, I mean, you want to work the. What do you want to carry? I carry the bucket. I'm not above that. What am I going to do? I don't know. I don't know enough to be in the corner. Maybe I could just be in the corner and go, hey, that was a good shot. Hey, good doc. No. Uh, by the way, Matt's very good in the corner. I, I was watching the uh, oh, thank you. the uh, Ally Quinta fight and uh, with uh, Masvidal. Yes. And uh, you were terrific in the corner. Oh, thanks, man. Sometimes they uh, just need to uh, just hear a little something. They got to be honest with them. You can't be bullshitting. Yeah. That's why when I see some guys in the cornering, and I'm like, and sometimes it's not what to say; it's when to know not to say anything at all. That's right. You know what I mean? That's why I know to back off when Ray's talking and. And then he lets me speak and whatnot. We have a good, we have a good, um, we have a good uh, thing going. Me and Longo, we know we have a good chemistry in the corner. We know, we know when to back off. And if, yeah. if a, a round that just um, the like if it's during the fight and it's like the second or third round, depending on how that fight goes or it's going, whether it's on the floor more or if it's standing, you know who who will uh, 
be a little bit more vocal. You know what I'm saying? Who's more like, karate chops. That's what I would say. That's exactly what I do not more say. More karate chops. But Aljo Sterling is um, fighting Hafio Sensao. Yeah. And uh, that's a very tough guy. But I'm really, you know, Aljo's been in here a bunch of times. And uh, I can't say enough about uh, Aljamain Sterling, the funk master. He is just yep. very well-rounded. He's been sending me, uh, he's working with, uh, he's over there with my buddy, uh, you know, Chris Camozzi? Yes. From the UFC, very uh, tough guy and just a good dude, him and his brother, uh, Brian. He's been over there. They've been sending me some uh, videos and stuff of him sparring, and he's been out there a while, and and uh, he's looking good, man. I'm excited. I'm fucking excited. Right. I'm excited for this kid. And uh, again, he's got a, he's got a nice... Uh, a very tough opponent in front of them that we're taking very seriously. So, so I'm excited. I'm going to go out there and I'll be out there from uh, Thursday on. So I'll be here for the next show and then, then I'm hitting the road. We have some other news. What's that, buddy? Good news, actually. Talk to me. Cody Garbrandt. He's tweeting out uh, that oh. here's his hit list in order, which is I just love Cody. He's, he's the champ and he's talking shit. That's the best. <laughs> uh, he said. Uh, he wants to fight TJ next. In that fight, there's nobody. They, he has no choice. I mean, they're coaching. Yeah. The fighter. That's a fight I am literally dying That's to fucking see. How great is that guy? Oh, be? my God, dude. And then Jose Aldo next, which I'm sure Jose is furious at 145. He wants to fight 135, then go to 145. So he wants to fatten up, basically. And then at 155, he wants to fight Connor. He wants to keep getting heavier. But that's a pretty logical... A lot can happen. Hey, not for nothing, before he was known on The Ultimate Fighter... Uh, when it was Faber versus um, uh, 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 McGregor coaching, they got into a little shoving match when McGregor's saying, oh, you're going to do something about it? And he was kind of talking, you know, some smack because he was talking shit about TJ being a snake to uh, Uriah. I don't know if you've seen this. No. Yeah, yeah, you could probably, you could, I'm sure you could find this on Fight Pass. But uh, so then in the second he goes, you're going to do something about it to one of... Uh, to one of the other guys on the team, and then all of a sudden, and I didn't know him at the time. You know, I didn't know it was Cody. You know, now of course he's the champ. He still he goes, I'll do something about it right away. And then he got and he fucking pushed Connor, and then they all broke it up. So it's kind of funny. It's like and back because back then you're like, ah, oh, who's this kid looking to maybe right, maybe right. Um, get himself in trouble now, man? Because he's you know biting off more than he could chew. But I, really, hey man, that's fucking Cody. I don't know. That's no. a good story. It's true. So, I mean, it's, there is some history there. Obviously, there's history with TJ. So, uh, I'm interested in... I'm Listen, anytime that kid fights, I'm interested to, to watch. Because who, who knew... Who, who would have guessed he would have uh, done that with Dominic Cruz? I mean, shit, man. He was masterful in that fight. He was smart. He was explosive. He was having... And I've said this before, and I'll say it again, because I said a lot about fucking the... Uh, for... for uh, Tony Ferguson with the El Kakui dance. The guys <laughs> that are having it. a good time in there, the guys that enjoy it. Did you hear earlier Jorge uh, Masvidal talk about this is what I like to do? Yeah. That's the difference between a lot of guys. You'd rather spar than uh, go to a club. If a lot of, if everything else is is close, it's that guy that's fucking enjoying it. And that guy that, that's gonna show. And uh and this guy enjoys his I, I can't wait for that fight. Now that I, I can't that either. up again. I'm telling you, and and and, and Longo's swearing by it. Longo saying, "Hey, listen," he goes, "He's gonna," you know. He said he feels that he's uh, got that at, just the attitude alone, similar to like a uh, Nate Diaz when Nate Diaz fought Cowboy. Yep. He could sense it. Did you hear when he was saying that you, he's saying that you could watch the body language at the way, and he goes, "Make sure you can watch and you could see like the bitch in him and this and that." 
that's that's that, he's not he's not that's not hype enough. No, no, you call him a hoe. <laughs> I'm gonna hit him, and the hoe is gonna come out. I've never smack. heard that before. He's gonna he's you gonna he's gonna hit him, and you're gonna see him be a the, the hoe's gonna come out. Yeah. The thing is this. I mean, hey, cowboy is a fucking dangerous dude. Yes, he is. puts combinations together. I listen. I must have watched that that that. Rick Story, Rick Story combination, just it was it was a thing. It was a thing of beauty. Yeah, he didn't he make know? a big deal of that, but he was it, wrong. It was amazing. <laughs> that was an awesome combination. He's good at welterweight. Uh, he's too. good at what he does, but is he is he good at? Could he come back if he's the nail? You know what I mean? I think that's what he's pointing out right there. That look, man, that I'm gonna be in his face. Nobody's went ever went in there and took a shit on Masvidal. Nobody ever went in there and just fucking. No, he's lost a couple of close know? decisions. Yeah, and, you know, man, really. I mean, he's hard that, to beat. Has that guy ever been finished? Chris, the producer? Uh, I'm going to look. I think he's he lost has, 11. He's 31 and 11, I think. Mm -hmm. Am I correct, Chris, yeah, or no? That's correct. Oh, I love when I remember numbers. I mean, that's a lot of experience. I think this is a great, great fight. I like that he's getting vocal. I yeah. like when he when he says that he's going to, uh, you're going to see the hoe come out of him. Absolutely. I would take that as a compliment. <laughs> if I was a cowboy, I'd be like, thank you. <laughs> Why? Because I don't know. I like being insulted. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, now spit on me. I'm a Jimmy, weirdo. You fucking freak. <laughs> he only has one TKO loss to Rodrigo Dam in 2008. So that's right. it. Well, so seven. he's been tapped a couple of times, but otherwise it's all decisions and then he knocks yeah. people out. Well, he's been on a fucking tear and... Uh, I'm really excited for that fight. I'm excited for the main event as well. And I'm excited for Aljo Sterling. Oh, look at that. Nate Marcourt on the uh, on the Fox Sports 1 prelims right. at 5 p.m. fighting uh, Sam Alvey. Sam smile is smiling, right? Isn't yeah, exactly. That should be a fun yeah, fight. Like that should Sam be Alvey. a fun fight. I want to see how Nate Marcourt's doing. And that, oh, he's oh, so he's back at the 185 because he went to 170 for a while. All right, man. This, this, this card's looking what, nice. What do you think about And And this, I'm kind of glad this happened. What's that? Was uh, Travis Brown in preparation for his fight with Derek Lewis on uh, the 11th, February, uh, UFC 208. He has, uh, he left. He left uh, Glendale Fighting Club and head coach uh, Edmund, uh, I can never say his last name, Tarverdian, am I saying it right? Tarverdian. I always say Ooh. it wrong. I suck at last names. Yeah, I really, I have to sound them out. You know what's worse than that though? I suck at first and last names. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to train at Black House in LA. I wonder why do you think he didn't go back to Jackson Wink? Is Wait, there really he, bad blood there? Has he ever been to Black House? Was he there yeah. before? Oh, I think he met Jackson Wink. I, I don't know if he had trained some wrestling there before, but he had been at Jackson Wink before he went to Glendale. So yeah. now he's going to Black House. So. Black House is run by who now? He's one in three since leaving. He's right. lost, you know, he lost uh, two straight losses to Kane. But again, against Verdum, it's a real hard one because he hit a bad injury. That, that's a very tough one. <laughs> it's not just thinking an opening fucking kick to the face. My favorite thing in MMA history. <laughs> Is that giant monster? <laughs> Ron is doing like a flying side. The kick last to the thing face. you want to see five seconds into a fight is that fucking animal throwing <laughs> a kick at your it's head. Fucking great! How awful! How no worry, you might take him down. Well, he doesn't care at all. That dude's got hips like a he, like a one thirty five er. Yeah. Oh man, he's so good on the floor. He really is. I watched his fight again uh, for Doom. I watched his fight again versus uh, Kane. I watched it recently, and holy shit, that's a fun fight, man. Yeah. It's a fun fight, and you could tell that guy's got his sparring in. Kane ran right into it, too. Oh, man. Oh, he looked... That was such a good fight. It's so... Uh, man, everything in hindsight's twenty twenty. but he was telling them. They would tell... In the corner, uh, the, you know, they were telling Kane to take him down. Take him down. And yeah. I was shocked at that. I mean, I was really shocked, because he was landing some standing up. Wasn't having that great a time standing up. But I guess they just believed that he could do something. I mean, that guy is a guy that... 
pff, you don't want to be on top of that. You, it's, it's very rarely where you like saying, I, listen, I, you don't want to be on top of that guy. Right. <laughs> you know, there's certain guys you point out, Ryan Hall's one that come to mind. And, uh, Damian Moy is a guy you don't want to be anywhere with on the floor. You know, some guys sure. that, hey, man, on top, Matt on Sarah. bottom. Give me an arm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I tried to uh, roll off some some pounds today. I, uh, I I went to my in-laws yesterday, and they were making, uh, and my kids were doing it too. It's cute. They make a homemade gnocchi. Mm. What is gnocchi? Oh, it's a it's a either a, it's a potato based pasta or you could do it with also like uh, with ricotta, and they like they make up the dough and they put the ricotta and I'll show you a video later of my kids doing it. It's so cute, and they, you know they're, so they're little. They're chopping it. They're putting a fork in it and they they throw it over to the side, and uh, oh yeah, we start them young. You know, my, forget about it. It's great, and uh, so I went over there. So I had fresh uh, homemade gnocchi, fresh. Oh, it? oh, it was homemade. And it was uh, at which the homemade sauce, which was which was phenomenal. And then Ciro, um, he made a, a homemade uh, pizza with alavaca sauce. Is it good? Oh my god! Homemade oh, pizza my. sounds abominable. Oh, dude, it's not. It's, oh no, no, this is phenomenal. Oh, dude, I told you, Ciro's right off the boat, man. Ciro came over at. 21. Oh, he knows how to make pizza, dude. You gotta come over there. Oh my god! But so, it, but is the pizza in a pizza oven or a regular oven? No, nah, he he does this thing where he, he the way he makes the crust, I, I don't. It's really good, and and, and then like I told you, you put the alavaca sauce. It's alavaca sauce. It, remember you had that drunken Sicilian. That's right. It's oh, like that, that kind of sauce. It's like that. Holy if you shit. like that, this will make you come. I did. <laughs> no, this will fucking you'll love this. Oh, it's so good. All right, listen. Why? Oh, because so we're yeah, like so I two worked old out, women. We just so, talk about food and how warm and cold we are. So I worked. I worked out this uh, this morning with our good buddy Drago and my other buddy uh, Gersh, and uh, I put the ghee on. And I don't know. I got some. I, I it just it makes me feel good that I'm not. I'm, I didn't come to a halt because when I get chubby and I'm not doing anything, that's the worst. Because then I'm trying to get back in shape and I'm breathing. Yeah. So I've been rolling this whole time with my buddies, you know, and. That feels good. Like so, at least I'm a little heavier than I really should be, but I'm still fucking taking limbs. And that makes me feel nice. And you feel like I feel my grips, like my forearms from fucking strangling people. <laughs> I love jujitsu. I always say, listen, redundant. I know, but it's my life. I went out last night. Talk to me with Colin Quinn. Oh, okay. And we had dinner. Nice. And then we went to Tasty Delight. And I, and I said, I'm going to eat low sugar. And I fucking piled three types of frozen yogurt on the best. chopped up Snickers bar. Did I talk about this already? You, you said it off air. Off air, air, off air not us. on air. Okay. Uh, Colin, I'm fucking losing my mind. I don't know listen, if I'm repeating myself. Just tell me the, to shut up. The movie Trainwreck, the, the opening scene with Colin Quinn As the father. explaining to his the kids about how there's no such thing as the word as monotony. As mono how monogamy. Do you pronounce it? Monogamy. Monogamy. What the fuck? Monotony is a similar over and over again. Monogamy is. What did I just say? Kind of a combination of those words. Monogamy. Monotony. Monogamy. Monopoly. I, I got cut out. There's of no that such movie. thing as monopoly. What? I got cut out of that movie. I had a funny scene too. You did? Oh, you told me about the horse scene. Yeah, it was horse very and hurtful. carriage. Very hurtful. Yeah, that shit's the cutting room floor. Me and Colin were out to oh. dinner last night, and the two loudest people on earth, this couple, they oh. were talking to him at this volume. Oh my god, I love that scene. It's the only time I've ever been grateful to get cut out of that movie. <laughs> What's that? I was grateful because they didn't recognize me because I wasn't uh, in it. They were annoying? Uh, they weren't bad, but she couldn't talk enough. They were talking about that scene? No, it's about the Colin Quinn scene. You were yeah. in train wreck. That's exactly the volume she spoke at. What are you uh, screaming for, lady? I'm right here. Imagine her in bed. 
Yes, that's all I was doing. <laughs> is she pretty? Yes. Oh, God. What? Boyfriend was like some good looking Wall Street guy that I have no shot. A little fat titted twerp just sitting out with my no train wreck credit. It seems like they could have left Wait. it in though, right on like a director's cut or something. Like, well, it is. It's it's in the. Director. Oh, it is. It's, it's okay. in. Oh, all right. But who cares? I want to watch it. No one watches the director's. Well, cuts. now I'm gonna deleted buddy. scenes. No one yeah, gives a the fuck. The real fans do. But that fucking scene with that scene was so great. Would uh that 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 might have been the best part of the whole movie. I'm I not, never I'm saw not, the whole movie. That's the best part, except for maybe your part that got cut out. I don't watch movies. I'm cut out of. Really? No, why would I? It's painful. Yeah, I don't watch movies. I'm cut out of either. I'm not in movies. No, me yeah. neither. I suck. When are they going to do a movie of my life? I'd love to. I'd love to play you. Cause I'm like, um, Could you play me? Right height. I have no hair. I have a, I have a good, a sweet disposition like Matt. Yeah, man. I don't know. Whatever. What else we got to Would you want to change things? If they made a movie about your life, would you doctor it or change it? Or would you say do it as is? No, I think my, my, life, my life is a pretty good fucking ride, man. The way I got here and and where I got, look at this, I made it. You did make it. I did it. make it. I'm fucking still in the game. Are you gonna eat any pot when you're in Denver? Oh fuck what? <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I think I'm gonna be. Uh, I'll be uh, sober when I'm in Aljo's corner. You can't be high there. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna be high Dude, there. Just go out there. And I mean, just do your best. Edibles. Got it. No, I'm gonna. Uh, my buddy Kamoz, he's gonna. He said he's gonna take me for a, a tour of the dispensaries. I just want to see what's going on out there. Hey, yeah, yeah, check out the scene. You know, yeah. I'm gonna be. I'll be. <laughs> uh, Matt's gonna be taking fucking shots of himself with like, in, in Snapchat filters, little flowers on his forehead, <laughs> funny <laughs> dog tongue. Listen, I haven't been there in a while, Denver. Uh, my buddy Amal Eastern has um. Boulder Jiu-Jitsu. I gotta see the, what that guy's doing. So you get Francis. Oh, you know what's Ngannou funny? He just yo. He hit who? Francis and Oh, I'll say hello. Um, my buddy, the one I just told you about, he's a, a no Shepherd. No, oh. a, a Mall Eastern. He hit me up because he said that. Uh, oh man, because he listens to this, and uh, and he told me that uh, that he's been training Neil Magny because he heard us talking about Neil okay, Magny. Sure. So he goes, "Hey, if you ever want him on," and I never got back in touch with him all. I'm all I'm getting back in touch with you now, man. I forgot to text you back, but uh, we'd love to have Neil Magny on here. I'd rather have Neil Magny in studio. I would love to have Neil in studio. We're gonna, things are changing in 2017. We got we to gotta put our foot down. We Look, want a good quality uh, podcast. We want people to enjoy it. Listen, I have such a good time every time I'm in, I'm in here, and we have a blast. And when we had our buddy Dean Thomas in here, that was a party. That was a party. That's right. We need to bring well, your buddy Bob Kelly was in here. That was fun as hell. Bobby will come back in. Gotta bring Bobby. When you're back away, in. I'll probably have Bobby come in and stuff. Louis Gomez was fun too. Well, I'm not, well, I'm not going nowhere. I thought you were gonna be gone one day. We talked about. Oh, I gotta get a colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. Yeah. Colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. Yes, sir. What I what I say? Okay, colonoscopy. I suck, Jim. No, you don't. You just so leave out letters once in a while. You're busy. Yeah, I'm busy. I have <laughs> That's no all it is. You're a good man. So yeah. So you know, you know, my mother passed away from that colon cancer, and uh, they say after fifties when you should get checked. But but if, if someone it's in your history, dies, yeah, you should get your ass checked. So I'm gonna go over there, and hopefully I'm not waking up just clutching my blanket, sucking my thumb, Absolutely. and fucking rocking back and forth. And uh, I don't want to hope I don't feel violated. Hopefully you don't wake up and they're like, Mr. Sarah, you kept pushing back. Mr. Sarah, listen, the, <laughs> everything's works. Out, hopefully everything's fine. Yeah. And um, it, we, we are just something that came to our attention is you're hard on. Why? <laughs> why is it? Anyway. <laughs> By the way, the worst part of the colonoscopy, I've gotten, I just wanted one. 
Why? Just to get it to checked. I'm okay, paranoid good, about good. cancer and shit. Yeah. Um, and uh, is the night before you have to take the drink this awful stuff and it cleans you out. Can I tell you something? Go ahead. Sure. Finish first. Yeah. No, no, finish. I think that was it. I mean, that was it? Cleans you out. Yeah, it, I, you're on the toilet a lot, but it's not that bad. I am looking forward to that. Do you know yeah. why? Why? It's going to be like a cleanse. Yeah. And I got to start shooting again for Dana White looking for a fight. Oh. And we're going to be doing that at the end of February. And uh, I, I, you know, I got to lose a couple pounds. Yeah. Dana gets on me. Dana breaks my balls big time. Does he? Oh, he fucking destroys me. <laughs> but it's fun. It's all good. It's all in health. It's all in health. It's all in health. It's all in, it's all in fun. I don't know what you mean. It's all in health. <laughs> You talking about? What <laughs> the fuck did that mean? It's all in fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm healthy. I don't know, Jimmy. Jimmy, I think we're coming to an end. Yeah, I think so. I we're, think we just fucking just we're spinning fucking in circles. We're spinning in circles in the yard like two kids who are both just sitting <laughs> Wee- down dizzy. It's fun. All right, listen. We have coming all I up, know is let's talk about this weekend where I'm going to be. Well, we also have we would, we have another show on Thursday. Oh yeah, we have Juliana Pe- Juliana Pena and uh, and uh, Cowboy Cerrone both calling in, <sighs> talking about you know, and then uh, they're going to talk about the people we talked to today. That's right, and they're going to be talking some shit. Hopefully, that's right. We can tell Cowboy. <laughs> let's get some. Let's get ready to play that audio of where because you know yes. Yes, about being a hoe. That's right. He could smell the hoe in him. Yeah, I don't I, know if I, I made that up. Did I make that up? Did he say that? No, he smell didn't. the bitch in him. Oh, the bitch in him. Did he say yeah. that? Yeah, he said something about hoe. Hoe so, and yeah. bitch. A lot what of language. I, I want to hear use. Chris say. Chris, can you tell us what he said? Yeah, I think he said he could smell the hoe in him or right, smell the bitch. Get vulgar. The bitch. I mean, no, it's a family but... event, family of a family show, yeah, dude. I I think we're both really just me. Just tongue tied today. Yeah, I, I me too. Did I do an awful job today? Be you honest. Never do an awful job. You're an entertaining human being. All right. Listen, hey, they're not going to be all home runs. I had a good time. Hey, look, we hit a double. <laughs> what do you want a fucking home run every time? It's going to get boring. <laughs> it's gonna, You're lucky we didn't yes. bunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You ever see The Natural with Robert Redford? Oh, by yeah. the way, really quick, my movie uh, thing just. Okay. I know we're gonna lose. Way off track. Dave, don't get upset. We'll get out of here in two seconds. Ready? Hi everybody. I know <laughs> Jimmy. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this really quick. I saw Underworld. I never heard of it. <laughs> Underworld. What's the new one called? The one I just saw? Underworld Blood Wars? I don't know. I don't Could on. you look I'll, it up yeah, so I'm, I'm giving look, it the I'm right? Yeah. Review? We'll go ahead and talk about it. I'll look it up. Have you ever seen any of the Underworlds? Uh-uh. Now look, by Jimmy's yawn. I'm sorry. That, listen, that does not sum up the movie. No. Okay. It's almost like I'll put it in the category of like yeah, those Underworld Blood Wars. Blood Wars. And it had like all the cast of Game of Thrones in that fucking thing. <laughs> I swear. I'm like, wait, I know that guy. That guy played the uncle, and it was the fucking Sam Tarley's father. But anyway. It, listen, it is exactly what you're thinking of it. It would be. It was with uh, Kate Beckinsale. Beckinsale? Yeah. And she's she's always awesome. She's, she's cool. Lovely. Getting a little older, but she's still fucking kicking ass. She's hot. <laughs> Jimmy's fucking falling asleep. No, no, no I'm I like, you, like a bedtime story. I did a Tonight Show with her once. She's very sexy. I oh, thought, she, I, I, thought I got vibes off her. I didn't. Oh, no, no good vibes? None. But, uh, you know, she's in there. And listen, basically, to sum it up, if you like vampires versus fucking uh werewolves which they call the likings it's that's what it is i would enjoy that's that. all that is i went to go take a piss and uh because you know you could take a piss break there because you know you're not gonna miss much of a plot point yeah. but when i went to go i stopped and i stood in the back of that theater because there was a scene 
of the Likings, which is the werewolves, Jimmy, yeah. and they were attacking the vampires. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> so that's basically, listen, it, it's, it is exactly what it sounds like. Vampire, vi- <laughs> vampires versus fucking werewolves, and she's in the middle, and it's fun stuff. I would say if you're into that, you're not going to be disappointed. If you're not into that, you're going to want to jump out the theater. So, you know, piss break, yeah. You can take a piss, but it was fun. There's, there's my review. And I'll have a review on uh, Thursday. You're going to see it? Not that. No. I was going to say. That. No. I don't know if that was your cup of tea. No. What do you want to go see? What do you no, want to no, see? I have to watch the second half of La La Land. I heard of that. What is La La Land? Exactly. What is, what is La La Land? La La Land's the Ryan Gosling. Uh, Emma. Emma, Emma Stone, who I love. Yeah. It's a <sighs> musical. I don't like Ryan musicals. Gosling. Am I thinking of... Oh, a musical? Oh, Do you like musicals? Fuck, I'll jump out the window right now. You don't enjoy a good musical? Holy... Where they fucking sing the plot? I, I don't... You know what? No, it's funny. I don't like anything on, on Broadway. I mean, I, I saw Wicked. And that was cute, I guess you could yeah. say. You know, my wife wanted to see that. And I saw the Rocky thing, and oh my God. The Spider-Man one, you thought that'd be up my alley. It was like Spider-Man with the worst special effects fucking... Holy fuck kill me you didn't care for it oh god it sucks so bad it was oh look he's there it is there's the wire and he's he's over our heads yeah. oh fuck he's a crime fighter a crime fighter oh, Dude, it's, no, I, I listen to me i'll take a movie any day over that fucking Absolutely. fancy smancy fa-fa bullshit. I'll say this though. Oh. Book of Mormon was a masterpiece. Really? A masterpiece. I'm going to have to take your word on that one. Should we end? <laughs> <laughs> Let's end on a high note. We'll talk about musicals next week. <laughs> All right, everybody. Listen. Uh, well, we'll, we'll hype the card up again, but it, it is on Big Fox. That's right. At 8 p.m. on Saturday night. I'm so excited. All right, Jimmy. Let's get Jimmy. Take the headphones off, no, everybody. Just, it's just it. me. It's just. Oh, you still there? Yeah, all right, all right, everybody. We're we're leaving now. Bye. This has been a digital media production. Find your voice.